Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Before we get to this week's episode, I wanted to take a moment to talk about Fate Crafters Network. If you've been listening to the show, you probably know that we've partnered with Fate Crafters to make this show possible. This week, I want to tell you about Mars Fall. Marsfall follows some of the earliest colonists to settle on Mars in the year 2047, and each episode continues the story from a different character's perspective. Led by their fearless commander, Jackie Orania, and assisted by the Colonial Artificial Intelligence Unit, Andy, they strive to make a home on the Red Planet while exploring its deeper mysteries. Balancing tension and humor, this sci-fi audio drama reinvents the radio play for the 21st century. Check it out. It is legitimately one of my favorite shows. Check it out. And now, back to Lake Clarity. I was frantic to return to the Netherlands. I sped most of the way up the mountain and arrived just a minute after we were supposed to start. I had called Steve to meet me there. He beat me back to Ned. After frantically grabbing all of my equipment and storming into the coffee shop, Amber waved me down. Hi, I'm Sam. Yes, I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, it's totally okay. I just sat down a second ago. Oh, shit. Do you need a moment? No, no, I'm ready. Needless to say, I wasn't ready. After shuffling through my bag and nearly having a panic attack, I finally found my notebook and my questions for Amber. So I have a list of questions I'd like to ask you, all about Frozen Ted Guide days. If I can just find it. Take your time. You're my only meeting for the day. Slow day? Usually it is this time of year. We don't even start putting up posters until December. But the festival is your passion, right? It is. I spend a lot of time booking bands and dealing with all the boring zoning paperwork that has to be done for the festival. Aha! Those your notes? Indeed they are. Sorry about that. Really, no trouble at all. And without further ado, is Frozen Dead Guy Days a full-time job for you? Oh yeah, at least it feels like it is. And it seems to take up more time each year. As the festival gets bigger and bigger, we add more events and see more people in attendance. There's more work to do. You know you're doing a good job when you've created more work for yourself. What's your favorite part of the Frozen Dead Guy Days? Alright, this might sound a little odd, but it's actually the one event that has almost nothing to do with Grandpa. It's the pancake breakfast. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's one of the things we've done since the inauguration of the festival. I just think it's really neat to see how many people come out in the early hours of the morning to be part of something bigger than themselves, in common celebration. It's also a great chance to see how much the festival grows every year. There's something really exciting about that. What makes Frozen Dead Guy Days so unique? Well, I think it's a great event that brings everyone in town together. 
No matter where they're from or how long they've lived here, everyone can bond over Grandpa. Back in the 90s, it was a big controversy that intrigued the masses, but the town was on odd side. What's your process of getting ready and setting up for the festival? Well, first things first, we have to pick a date. Usually we aim for right around mid-March. From there, I spend a lot of time reaching out to performers, inviting them to our show, and then I get to work on the parade. I leave the designing to everyone else, but it is my job to calculate how long the parade will be and who it'll feature. Local businesses submit for approval and often sponsor a hearse. Have you ever had anything crazy happen during the festival? Hmm, good question. Best I can think of is a year or two before I took over, this young man comes running down the hill, screaming at the top of his lungs that he found Bigfoot. <laughs> so we all turn to see this drunken kid stumbling down the hill, followed by an equally drunk teen in a gorilla costume. Quite a sight. And is this how Netherland became one of the hotbeds for Bigfoot sightings? Maybe, though anyone raised in Netherland isn't worried about Bigfoot. He's a temperate creature. He probably prefers something warmer, but our residents are pretty keen on trying to find furry fish. Excuse me, did you say furry fish? Sure, we get lots of people go fishing on Baker Reservoir, and when I was a little girl, there was rumor someone caught a fur-bearing trout. Apparently, they're a creature occasionally sighted in Colorado, kind of like a jackalope. And I thought having a dead resident was weird. It's all in good fun, and it really brings in the tourism, which I can't be opposed to as a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Well, actually, I'm doing a little side project on the Lake Clarity Curse. Do you see a lot of tourism spur from that local legend? A few extreme ghost hunter types come to town. We've had two television networks try to make it out, but the Parks and Recreation Department gave them a hard no, even though it would bring in a ton of tourists. Anyways, sorry, little side tangent. Did you have a few more questions for me about the festival? Oh, yeah, sure. How was the festival changed from its inception to when you took over and then now? Well, I think size is the most obvious answer. How's that? The first year, it was mostly locals and people from the bottom of the mountain, and now we draw crowds from all across the country. It's pretty incredible seeing it all grow and come together. Do you have any plans for the future of the festival? Not anything I can reveal right now. It's honestly hard enough planning three years ahead, but I'm always keeping an eye out for new ways to expand Brighto's celebration. Do you have any additional thoughts that you'd like to share about Frozen Dead Guy Days? There's nothing I can think of, but come out, eat some pancakes, enjoy the weather, and let's celebrate. Thanks a ton, Amber. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. Can't wait to see how it all turns out. And if you're ever coming up short with interviewees, I can always put you in touch with some of the folk who helped me do what I do. Have you talked to Guy Evans? I did. He was one of my first interviews, actually. Really? That bugger didn't even tell me. Have a good day, Sam. My work here was done. Fortunately, Eric had agreed to put me up for one night, so I headed across the parking lot to Coal Creek Lodge. Outside, the early signs of dusk had started to tint the sky. I stood and watched as the wind rustled the trees. It was so peaceful up here. I strolled over to the hotel. When I entered, I saw that two officers stood across the counter from Courtney. They looked grim, and one of them had a stack of papers in hand. Oh god, that's horrible. I'll keep my eye out. Thank you very much, Courtney. It's appreciated. Everything alright? Hey there, Miss... Uh... Parsons. Ah, right. How are you, Sheriff? Well, I'm quite alright. Have you met my deputy? This is Jack Seating. Yeah, 
Nice to meet you. I think I saw you once. Uh, didn't I see you here in the lobby with that trucker? <sighs> yes, ma'am. He was quite the trouble. Now, this time of year is always stressful. You know, between keeping the eye on the local teens and making sure everyone stays safe. What brings you up to Ned? Didn't quite get what you needed the first time around? <laughs> That's exactly it. Just following up with a few interviews. Everything all right in town? More crazy truckers? <laughs> no, no. No crazy truckers. Were it so easy? Unfortunately, Jane, a ten-year-old, went missing last night after the annual trunk or treat event. We're spreading the word for folks who don't know yet. To watch out for her. We got the rest of the squad out searching, and our regular search party volunteers on the perimeter of our town. She was last seen heading to her friend's house on the edge of town. Here, here's a flyer. You know, just in case you see her. Thank you. I'll have to keep my eyes peeled. Thank you, Miss Parsons. Have a good evening, ladies. Another child had gone missing? I felt myself on the verge of tears, but I fought through them. Can I get my room key? Sure. Here you go. How was your trip? It was fine. That's a shame about Jane, ain't it? Yeah, I, uh... I'm sure we'll find the missing kid. You know, it'll be okay. I'm so sorry. I have to go. Finally in my room, away from everyone else, I cried. Somehow my shaking hands managed to call Natalie. Hey, hon. Get up there, okay? Natalie. Sam, are you okay? The little girl went missing here in Netherlands. Sam. She was only ten. Oh, Sam, honey. I need to find her. Sam, that isn't a good idea. How about you leave this to the authorities? I can't. I can't. I can't. Sam, I love you. Take a deep breath for me, please. I can't just let another kid go missing. Just take a deep breath. Okay. Sam, I know this is hard for you. And I know you feel like you have to save everybody, but you don't. I don't think that. Listen. Just listen. I love you very much. I love you too. When you first started looking into those late clarity teens, I didn't say anything. Because I knew I couldn't stop you. And that you'd pursue the story anyway, but now... Now I'm... But now, now I'm asking you please to stop. You are pushing yourself too hard. Between the stress of your frozen Dead Guy Days assignment and those missing teens, you're stretching yourself too thin. We were together all weekend, and I swear, Sam, you were lost in thought the entire time. What, I can't think now? Too dangerous for me? No! Sam, you know that is not at all what I'm saying. I'm trying to say that I'm worried about you, and I want to make sure that you're okay. And I think that this side project of yours has pushed you too far, emotionally. I need to go. Sam, don't hang up on me. I'm your girlfriend. I'm here for you. Just talk to me. Why should I? You're not hearing me out. Sam! I'd have hell to pay with Natalie. But right then and there, I just wanted to be alone. I felt alone. Just like I did all those years ago when my sister went missing. I hated feeling helpless. I needed to know the answers. I wanted to go out and try to find this little girl, but Natalie's voice of reason had me questioning my judgment. Was it best for me? Am I taking this too far? Just then, a piece of paper was slipped under my door. 
I thought at first it was Courtney, giving guests some update about the missing girl, but as I unfolded it, I found this was not the case. Atop the page it read, in plain English, for Sam. Then there were some spaces and it said, A-Z-B-Y. A-Z-B-Y? Was this the sender's name? As seemed to be the case lately, I had more questions than answers. In the center of the page, there were handwritten symbols, definitely not English or any other discernible language I'd seen. Yet the symbols, basic as they were, looked familiar. It was written in some kind of blocky code. This new distraction fueled me, and I jumped into action. An hour blurred past, and after using my handy-dandy notebook, I discovered that the code was a Masonic cipher. It's a basic code that replaces English letters for variations of angles and dots. That was the easy part. I then tried translating the symbols using the reference, but all I got was a string of gibberish, and that's when my phone rang. I was expecting it to be Natalie, and now that I had calmed down, I was ready to talk to her. Instead, Steve was calling. Hey Sam, how did your interview go? Have you had a chance to play back the rest of Seth's interview? No, I, I found a note and what are you doing right now? Nothing, I was going to see if you wanted to get a bite to eat. Can't, there's no time. How quickly can you get over here? In about 20 minutes or so. 20 minutes? Well, I have to wrap up some things and then I... Okay, well, you hurry here and you can help me and we can listen to the recordings after. Steve arrived shortly after. It took him so long because he stopped at the Thai restaurant to grab us some takeout. And I've got to say that I was grateful. Steve looked at the note and realized, Whoever gave you this note also gave you the key. A-Z-B-Y. It's a, it's a pattern. After reshaping my code, I came out with a new answer. Not all is as it seems. Lake Clarity has more secrets. If you want to find them out, meet tonight, 7.30 p.m. under Town Hall cryptic and unnerving how many people knew i was actively investigating lake clarity eric steve and natalie sure but who else had i told amber john barlow my mind was spinning trying to piece together everything steve was so giddy he strongly encouraged me to do as it instructed It'll be just like an action movie. You and I, the Lake Clarity Busters. The Lake Clarity Busters? Yeah, because you didn't like Ghostbusters. You go in and investigate this strange note, and then I'll be on the lookout, and maybe I'll have to do, like, karate chopping a guard or something. Steve got a little carried away, but with his encouragement, I had lost any instincts that this situation could actually be dangerous. With an hour to spare, we began planning our mystery meeting. Our only precaution was for Steve to keep a lookout while I went in. I was ready to find out more, and I did, which you can hear about in the next episode of The Mysteries of Lake Clarity. Hey, thanks for listening. And those of you still tuned in, I have a special message. Our sister show, Aftershocks, is currently running a special promotion. For the month of May, we're selling an exclusive, limited-time-only t-shirt to help raise funds for the Trevor Project. So, if you want to get some swag and join us in supporting an awesome cause, check out the link in the description below. Additionally, you can also visit our Patreon, where every month we're donating 10% of our proceeds to a different mental health organization. Of course, for the month of May, we're donating our 10% to the Trevor Project. So join us in doing some good. Thank you. Here's a cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 